Hey, this is Kenneth, Capital Advantage Tutoring with a horrible voice. And it's my job to get you through all the FINRA and NAS exams. Today, we're talking about the Series 63, the 65, and the 66 registration of securities. A lot of people have trouble with it because they don't get the differences. I know I've done a video where I do them really quick compared to exempt securities, exempt issuers. Now, I'm just going to do an entire video on just registration of securities. One thing we need to know is, is it a security and does it have to register? So the question is, what is a security? That comes up a lot. So I don't think they're going to ask the question like the four prongs. It's called the Howey test. Basically, it's the Howey Shoe Company or whatever the hell it was, was fighting about their securities and the SEC came after them. Okay. So what's a, what is a security? They came up with a four prong test. And this is what they do when they look at any new, any new thing like Bitcoin and stuff like that. It's a, number one, it's an investment of money. Put money in. Two, common enterprise with other people. The expectation of profit, you want to make money, and solely from the efforts of others, which means you're not doing it. Just remember, it's an investment of money, one, in a common enterprise with all other people, kumbaya with each other. Three, we're expecting some profits, baby. And four, on the backs of other people. Capitalism, baby. Making your money on the backs of everyone else. We all do better. They get paid and we get paid. That's a security. So if it meets that definition, it normally would have to be registered in a state or the SEC before it can be sold. Now, there are exempts, and I've talked about them. There's exempt securities and exempt transactions. Those will not have to register for that one thing, but I have other videos on that. We're going to go with this as a non-exempt security, and there's no exemptions where it would have to register. So now we have to decide, is it a security or is it not? And there's a list. Let's go through that. Okay, so you're not going to have to memorize every single security, but let's just go through a couple that are important. Here's a list. You want to take a snapshot of it? That works. So obviously stocks, ADRs, bonds, rights, warrants. Now, instead of memorizing all these things, just remember, if you see the word option, interest in, variable, certificate, or receipt, it's a security. So again, stocks, bonds, ADRs, rights, warrants. If you see here the word option, variable, interest in, Certificate or receipt, that means it's a security. Now, what's not a security? We, anything with insurance, it doesn't stay variable. Art, antiques, collectibles, currencies, commodities, individual real estate, REITs are, but real estate isn't, and retirement plans. So again, anything insurance is not a security unless it has variable in front of it or a viatical. I guess a viatical would do, but let's go through this again. Stocks, bonds, ADRs, securities, are all securities, if you see the word option, interest in, variable, receipt or certificate, it's a security, and viatical settlements. are. Those are where um, viatical settlements are, if you have an insurance policy and you're going to die soon, you can sell that to cash value. You can sell the policy to someone and they'll give you cash. And then when you die, they get the thing. I have a video on this. So again, remember, most insurance policies are not securities unless they're variable or a viatical settlement. You also know that you're not allowed to sell a security in a state unless it's either registered or pretty much exempt, okay? So if you're going to have to register in a state, the administrator, we're going to go with state stuff because you should, by this time, you should have an idea because you're probably thinking the SIE or the 7 or the 6, so you know the SEC thing with a 20-day review. When you file with the state, they're going to want to know a few things. Okay, so there's three types of registration and then one that's not. There's qualification. That's registering in one state only. You're registering in one state only. You're registering with the administrator, not NASA, not the USA, 
you're registering with the administrator and they decide what they want. And you are effective when they tell you you're effective. There's no timeline. It's not like they have to do it in 30 days. Remember, for agents and IARs and stuff, it's 30 days. For administrator, for qualification, it's when they decide that it's they've done enough research. Look, all the books are going to try to give you this long list of shit. Every book has it, a long list of shit that they're going to have to supply. How many shares you're doing, all the information, all the recent up-to-date documents, like they're, if they have a 10K or prospectus, all this stuff has to be submitted. Information on the directors and everything, stuff like that, who, who control people are, all that stuff. Again, they're not going to break it down this much on you. Just know that registration by qualification means you have to meet the registration requirements of that administrator. And qualification is only if you're registered in one state only. If you happen to go into a second state, then it's going to be registration by coordination, which means you're registering with the SEC and the states at the same time. Now, that's the whole 20-day review. If you remember, what can you do during the 20 days? You can do a red herring. You can do blue sky. Ah, you know, That's the blue registering here. Ah, ind indications of interest. No sales during the 20-day period. Remember, you're registering with multiple states and the SEC. You're coordinating, but it's really not coordinating. It's literally whenever the SEC declares you effective, the states go along with it. As long as it's been within the states for at least 10 days. So what we do is we file the registration statement and then within the next couple of days, we file it with the states also. So this way they have it for at least 10 days. And then when the SEC is there to effective, the states go with it, baby. Okay, registration by filing, not notice filing, notification of registration by filing. Why do they have to do this? But this is actually a type of registration for just well-established companies that want to issue more shares, okay? That's what they want to do. They want, again, most states don't do it. I don't even think they ask about it anymore because a lot of the states don't use this anymore. It's either going to be one of the three, qualification, coordination, or notice filing, okay, which is not notification. Just shoot me that they sound the same. Just remember, registration by filing is registering on the state, but you're a massive company. You're a big-ass company, and it's not, and you're, but you just not happen to be friendly company. Okay, so if it's if they have jurisdiction, the administrator can can deny, suspend, revoke. They can issue a stop order. The, if it's in the public interest, and we think these happen, one if you if in a material way like that it matters, incomplete, false, or misleading. If it's a typo, they're not going to do it, right? But if it's something that matters, if any kind of if any of the officers, partners, directors of the of the issuer or the underwriter or the firm has violated, willfully violated any U.S. Securities Act, United Uniform Securities Act, willfully violated any Uniform Securities Act. There we go. And if any officer of the issuer or the underwriter has been convicted of a crime involving securities, if it's already subject to a stop order by someone else or an injunction, you know what an injunction is? An injunction is when the car goes, stop doing what you're doing. It's called enjoining. If it's an illegal shit, which makes sense, okay? If it's fraudulent, like a pyramid scheme, now remember, pyramid schemes and Ponzi schemes are technically securities. So that's why they say that if it's because they do that so they can get nailed under securities law. But if it's illegal, you can't do it. If if the offering is fraudulent, we got that. If the compensation is un, unreasonably large, I think it's fucking ridiculous. Okay. And the big one is if they fail to pay the proper filing fee. So what happen is they'll, they'll just deny you and say, pay the fucking fine and we'll reinstate it. Those are reasons you can be denied. Okay, exempt securities are securities that will never have to register in the state, usually because of the issuer is. But remember, 
even if you're exempt, anti-fraud still applies. So if you if you're exempt and you commit fraud in the state, they can still come after you. Look, anything by U.S. or foreign governments, okay? Federal governments, anything by U.S. or Canadian munis, okay? Um, banks, saving institutions, and trusts, federal credit unions, um, insurance companies, if if they're doing insurance in the state. Variable annuities don't count. Those are non-exempt. Okay. Common carriers, that's public utilities. Common carriers like shipping, trains, um, trains, planes, automobiles, stuff like that, shipping interstate. Charitable, religious, nonprofit. Um, so you know what the, what's the other one? So a promissory note, which is commercial paper, 270 or less, minimum denomination of 50 grand or more, and it has to be one of the highest three credit ratings. We know all this because I've done this, okay? Um, ESOP plans, any kind of contracts with ESOP plans, employee saving, pensions, profit sharing, basically they'll be um, exempt. And federal covered securities are, oh, so what's a federal covered security? So anything on an exchange, anything from an investment company that's registered not to 40. Reg D, 506. Reg D is exempt, is a federal covered security. And if I didn't say it, sold to qualified purchasers. That's where the securities are only sold to persons who have at least $5 million in investments. Okay, so federal covered securities, those are exempt from registering, but they might have to notify. They might, not all of them do. They might have to notify. I'll try to help you out with this. So they might have to notify if exempt securities, obviously don't have to register. The certain type that we talk about, federal covered securities on an exchange, investment companies, Reg D, sold to qualified purchasers, or something that's senior to something on an exchange. So if IBM has their stock on the exchange, anything senior, preferreds, bonds, are also federally covered because they're senior to the stock that's on an exchange. If it's on an exchange or qualified purchasers, no notice filing, no state registration. They just, they don't have to do anything. If it's a mutual fund or Reg D, they don't have to register, but they have to notice file. And transactions, these are for securities that are not exempt, but the way you're doing it is. So I got to, again, I have that security. I have that video that covers a lot of this, but I'm going to go over it so you don't have to flip out. Okay, so exempt transactions. These are for securities that normally would have to register, but because of the way you're doing them, they don't. So let's go through these puppies. One, isolated non-issuer transaction. Remember, non-issuer transaction means the issuer is not getting money. Like when you buy shares of Ford, Henry doesn't get it. Not he's dead, but Henry doesn't get it. The person who sold it to you gets the money not the company. That's it. Isolated means they have nothing to do with each other. It's like a secondary market trade. That's the easiest way to think about it. An, an isolated non-issuer transaction. Okay. Unsolicited non-issuer transaction with the customer calls you. There's not been an offer in that place. Um, if an executive administrator sheriff sells shares as part of a bankruptcy or a dead person, if it's a pledge, um, like let's say you buy share, you buy a boat and you want to put my shares as collateral to buy the boat, and then you don't pay the loan, the, the person who you pledge them to can sell the shares without being registered. If we sell shares to an institution, doesn't have to register. Private placement, not the same as a Reg D, right? So Reg D is that whole federal one up to 35 non-accredited. This is, you can sell to as many institutions as you want, but only up to, only up to 10 retail clients, and you can't charge commissions on those puppies. Now, on the retail, you can charge on the institutional. A pre-organization certificate. That is like when you're going to set up a company, you have to list 
who the owners are. No commission. It can't be more than 10. And it can't be anyone making payments. So it's literally just a list of people going to get your shares when you go public. Okay. Um, selling to your own employees. That's an exempt transaction. Selling to the underwriter. That is an exempt transaction. Is there any more? Let's see. Isolated on an issue, private placement, isolated on issuer, um, executor, sold to employees, sold to the underwriter, pre-org certificate. I think we're good. Best way to see the exempt, non-exempt, exempt transaction, exempt security stuff, is go check out my uh, video that I'll put here. I probably already posted it. It's called Can I Sell a Security? It's super, super good. It's um, It has a blue chart, blue, and it says all the shit listed. It's like dummy proof, okay? Also, thank you very much. That is registration of securities. Not that bad. Remember, let's make sure we got it. One, in one state, qualification. In multiple states, it's coordination, SEC, and state. If you're federally covered, you might have to notice file. If you're a really big company, you do notification. Again, I highly doubt that one says it. And, and the administrator can suspend, deny, revoke for a lot of different reasons. And don't forget to check me out every Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern for my live Q&A. Ask questions on any exam. It's a chaotic mess. It's a lot of fun. I've been doing it since COVID started. Good luck. We got this. I'll see you hopefully when my voice gets better.